0: hello again it is wispit wispit abbreviated stands for women and wisdom in socially powerful and interesting times my desire is always to bring about a greater level of awareness knowledge and deeper understanding into the topics that i select i try to address a variety of topics But there is one that I have not addressed, and it has been a request of some of my listeners. Well, I have heard you, and this episode has come with some hesitance on my part, I must admit, because of the subject matter. So I will grab the reins and here goes. But in all honesty, I must tell you that I had to have a martini first for this one so that i could ease into this episode entitled marriage singleness and divorce definitely not for the faint of heart so let me first start out by saying thank you to all who continue to follow and it is always my hope that my topics are enlightening and edifying and I can't begin to thank each and every one of you enough. So here goes, we will discuss the topic again entitled marriage, singleness, and divorce. Definitely not for the faint of heart. Well, first let me start by saying that I have crossed each one of these dimensions in my own lifetime. Singleness for sure, marriage, and now divorce. If you had asked me at different periods of my life, which was better, singleness or marriage, I may have answered this question differently at different periods of my life. Now, I definitely enjoy my singleness, and I do realize that some of you may have never experienced marriage or divorce. Well, I will eliminate the obvious first to describe divorce and then move on. Divorce feels like a living death when you're going through it. You may, or the other person, may realize that the relationship is over, but they just simply wish that the other person would simply fall off the face of the earth, truth be known, that is if, if we're honest. There can be so many causes for divorce, but I have found in my own experience that it has been the lack of communication and honesty that destroyed it all. So let's just move on to what I can change because I can't change what has happened in the past. But what I can do is talk with you about a few points that I wished someone told me more bluntly or simply that I had listened better to. In some cases, You may think that you know yourself well. However, the people who have known you all of your life have watched you grow and develop, and they can sometimes recognize or see things, positive or negative, about you or the other person that you are in a relationship with. Let's take, for instance, our parents. We often see the strengths and weaknesses in our children that they may not necessarily see in themselves at first or even ever. Before I was married to my son's father, my father told me that my son's father was not the person for me. Not that he was not a good person. He just was not the person for me. His actual words were, this man is not strong enough for you. His second response was, and I quote, marriage is not for everyone you have a different calling on your life. Well, I couldn't understand what my father was saying then because I was not listening with the right ears. Sometimes we want what we want and we block out the things that we really don't want to hear. But at this stage of my life, I truly do understand that now. Now, needless to say, my father was right in some aspects. But if I had not married, I wouldn't have had my son, so I guess I was partly right. But all the major decisions in my marriage, I felt I was left to make alone, and that's not the way that it should be, not with with major decisions. My ex always played the safe card without risk or challenge, in my opinion. So I say all of this to ultimately say this. My ex and I are friends and we will always have the commonality of our son. But here are a few things that I have learned along my journey of life. And number one, communication is key in any relationship. It takes maturity and age does not equate to maturity. My ex later admitted to me many years after our divorce, that he just was not mature enough in the early years of our marriage to appreciate where he needed to be so that we could arrive together. He admitted that he did not understand what really loving a person was all about. And that was not totally his fault. You see, he grew up in a single-parent household, and I did not. I had two role models. He did not. He was married to me, but he was still on the path of singleness with the characteristics of a single person, not a married person. And that was an automatic recipe for disaster, and it was. We talked, but we were not listening. Second point, you have to have a plan of how you're going to arrive and what you're going to do once you get there. There must be full acceptance of who another person is, not what you want them to be. You see, sometimes people enter into relationships for what they want, not what they see. So the most important question to ask yourself is, do I really love this person? Or is it some facade of who I think this person is? Well, uh, my kids will have all the attributes that I want them to have. Genetically, if I marry this person, I'll have the lifestyle I want. They can improve my lot in life, etc, etc, etc. All the wrong reasons to replace really loving someone. The question is, do you really love this person, or do you really love the idea of being married? Let me ask that question again. Do you really love this person? Or do you love the idea of being married? What is this person's financial viewpoint? Are they a spender? Are they a saver? That's important. You see, love and control also are two different things. Controlling someone is not loving them. Controlling a situation or person for a period of time might make you feel as though you are sitting in that driver's seat. You're not because eventually it will bring about a very disastrous result. And then there are those who are married to everything, but you friends, habits, hobbies, etc. And in marriage, there has got to be respect, honesty, and love. And I would like to use an example of what I think marriage should definitely not be. Okay? Do you ever notice that when you go out to dinner that there are people who are always taking pictures of their food to post on Instagram or Facebook or whatever? In other words, they're taking a picture of an image, okay? Just follow me here just briefly. The meal looks pretty. Everything's in the right place. And it probably tastes good at first. But too much of this and a little too much of that, and now you have indigestion for the rest of your life. Everything turns into acid reflux. And one thing about bad relationships They not only give you indigestion and acid reflux, but they also are the same for the people that have to live through it with you when it's not a good mix. So if you've never been married and you think that your biological clock is ticking, please don't equate not ever being married to failure. It is not. Sometimes it might represent truth that you've been willing to not settle for the idea of simply being married. Don't look at this as a weakness because it could be looked at as a strength. You didn't settle. And I'm not saying that, you know, people who have gotten married settled, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that if you know in your heart, your mind and your spirit, that the choice that you're about to make is not a good one and you go through with it, knowing that it is not, then you settled. Well, as most of you are probably aware at this point, I love to end on a positive note. So I will give you an example of something I recently watched on YouTube that I thought was absolutely fabulous and a beautiful example of what I think marriage should be like. When you have time, pull up the YouTube video of James Brown and the opera singer Pavarotti, P-A-V-A-R-O-T-T-I, singing, It's a Man's World. Please don't equate that I'm trying to say that these two need to be married. Just simply follow the analogy here. This video will send chills down your spine. The music is so powerful and the singing is just so extreme that it will take your breath away. And this concert was done many years ago. Two people from two different backgrounds with the same goal in mind and appreciating the differences that both singers bring to the stage for a very explosive performance. Trust me, whether you are a music lover or not, you will be touched and never the same. They bring positivity and power to the stage with excellence and a lasting imprint on the mind. And this is what a good marriage should be like, at least for me. The musical synergy should be able to bring power and positivity to the stage with excellence and a lasting imprint of positivity for a lifetime. Please check out this video. It will not disappoint. So until next time, this is Wispit. Wispit abbreviated stands for women and wisdom in socially powerful and interesting times. And please feel free to follow me on Instagram at A R Wispit. That is A R W I S P I T. Thank you.